0: maintaining our creeks and streams is vital to the success and the future of the northern tier that's today's topic on conversations with clinton so we were able to have a hearing today more of an informational meeting with the ere committee and uh, we had some uh, great folks from the northern tier down to give testimony and talk about the importance of uh, maintaining our creeks and streams. So we'd like to welcome uh, a great group of folks down here to Harrisburg, Johnny Painter, Phil Wood, Darrow Miller, Devin Martin, and uh, Commissioner Coolidge. Commissioner Miller, should have said that, right? But we appreciate you guys coming down um, and really bringing up the, the importance of this issue to light to the committee. We're hoping for a package of bills to move through this committee in the near future but I thought I'd uh, really get your takeaways from the hearing today on today's Conversations with Clint. So we'll start with you, Johnny. Um, talk a little bit about uh, what your thoughts were, some of the questions that you were asked as a farmer in the northern tier, and maybe touch on the story that you talked about uh, briefly uh, about pulling a tree out of the creek.
1: All right. Thank you, Clint. Uh, I was a little nervous. I wasn't sure what we were going to get into when we come down here today, and it was ne- a Neither did meeting. I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we all were like, what is this going to be, right? So, but. As we got into the hearing and things went along, I think everybody was engaged in there. And I think my takeaway was is everybody, everybody seemed genuinely concerned. So I think we're gonna, hopefully your bills will get moved out of committee and get passed. And so I just think it's it's a good thing, you know, and maintaining our streams and our creeks and our way of life is so important and the soils are so important, not just us as farmers, it's important for the next generation too. And to be able to advocate for some common-sense approaches to keeping and protecting those soils is great. So,
0: Phil, add on to that a little bit. You talked about really valuing the land, and that's what we're here to do. That's what our farmers want to do. They want to be able to farm this, this land to be able to pass it on to the next generation. Absolutely. Build on what Johnny said.
2: Well, we're all in the same boat with wanting to make sure that any work done in the stream is done with oversight, but that it's not neglected and the soil conservation along the edges of the stream and clean water is an issue. It's an environmental issue. It maintains the stream and then in many cases it protects roads and bridges. So everyone is concerned and, and the package is, we, we really appreciate what you're doing. And any way we can support you, it's helping everyone in the district.
0: Well it was interesting, a lot of the questions, uh, several of them came to you guys as our farmers. Even the one at the end, specifically around the cost, the, the increase of cost and, and thanking our farmers for the what they bring to our community uh, touch on that a little bit of of how that questioning went and kind of maybe some things that came to your mind from it
1: yeah i, I was i was shocked or surprised i guess maybe it's the word that when she thanked us for doing what we do and growing food but uh it just goes back that people really do appreciate what happens you know and and how their food gets to the table and it's interesting to hear some of the take on people you know and i mean she talked about maybe we could pass that cost on and as farmers we can't do that but the whole supply chain thing there's plenty of food out there it's a more of an issue of getting it processed into the stores than anything else so i thought it was, it was a good conversation so and i was surprised that they asked so many questions of just a couple farmers from the northern terror <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know one of the things that we talked about is not really trying to Build this like combative relationship, right, Phil? It's more of how do we work together in a sure. positive way? Yeah. And and you talked a little bit about wanting to do the work. Sure. But and if you, if the farmer's not going to do it, who is going to do it? Absolutely. Touch on that a little bit.
2: Well, yeah, we, we don't need to, but we're willing to. In many cases, I really respect the fact that John, that's the type of person he is. If something needs to be done, you know, he mentioned using his excavator. Sure, go ahead and take it. And. That doesn't have to be that way, and it does need oversight, but it needs to be reasonable. And, and uh, I, I know I'll speak for John. It's not so much looking for a, a blank check, but just, just uh, help in getting it done. Yeah. And, and, and I, I will echo what John says. It's a, it's a great way of life, but uh, in, in his case, he's, he's got a lot going on and doing a great job, and farmers all over your district, too. I mean, it's a big,
0: big component. What was interesting, maybe we'll touch on it at the end, there, the chairman did ask about a nighttime permit that I could give them, which <laughs> yeah. doesn't really exist. We're, but We've already got one designed. That was pretty <laughs> we've funny. We've got one designed, Claire. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost done. Commissioner Miller, you have been serving Bradford County faithfully for so long, and you were here representing not only Bradford County, you were talking on behalf of the, um, testified on behalf of the Conservation District, as well as uh, CCAP. So talk a little bit about um, the experience that Bradford County has through this pilot program, and the importance that that has been for for the county that you have the privilege to serve.
3: Well, first, I want to thank you know the committee members and you, Clint, for allowing us to have the opportunity to testify down here today because it is a it's a huge issue that impacts a lot of muni- uh, it Im- impacts municipalities, homeowners, businesses, farmers, and it's an issue that that we as a county and I'll go back to Bradford County's experience that. Um, not unlike neighboring counties in northeastern Pennsylvania but flooding issues have been an ongoing problem for quite a number of years now and with increasing severity each and every instance that we go through so as a county we look to to find a way to help our landowners our homeowners farmers municipalities be able to address the need to get in the streams to do responsible maintenance, to restore channel integrity, uh, restore stream bank integrity, and to reduce erosion. And and with that, uh, through the the, uh, conservation district's efforts and uh, going to DEP uh, numerous times over a number of years be able to allow Bradford County to in issue what amounts to an, an emergency permit, but it's not an emergency permit, to be able to do a limited amount of work in a stream, stream channel to help restore the integrity of that channel so that it carries the normal water flow without eroding the stream banks and stuff, and reconnecting it back to its floodplain to allow so that you're not incurring as much damage to neighboring land as, as has you know, experienced in the past.
0: You know, one of the things that, that we're talking about is trying to take what you guys have done and really implement it throughout the whole Commonwealth. That's one of the bills in the package Representative Pickett has that. Yep. She spoke on that today. That that The model is there, and all we need to do is you know carbon copy it over and allow other counties to do the same thing and really bring about the change that they
3: need. Right. It would be a huge tool, again, to landowners, municipalities, and to the state as well. I mean it would reduce a lot of costs in a lot of ways because it's, it's helping to get get back into a more of a maintenance mode of you know when when things get out of and streams to be able to restore the integrity of the stream itself and again it comes back to a water quality issue you know water quality is one of the big issues that you know everybody hears about downstream especially when it comes to the Chesapeake Bay this is one of the easiest fixes yeah that there is
0: that's exactly right and we maintain everything in life you guys maintain your tractors you know we maintain our trucks our cars everything needs to be maintained we also need to maintain our creeks and streams
3: right but we've got to give the people the tools to be able to do that because again with you know the farming community municipalities a lot of them are willing to get in there and do the work if they're just given the tools to be able to do that and the understanding that they can do it in a responsible fashion that's right which they will do
0: Devin, you know, you testified from uh, the, the perspective of the townships, You're a township supervisor in Del Mar. You, you shared a story of waiting 10 months for a permit and really the cost of that permit and the design for that culvert cost more than the actual work. You know, that, that seemed to resonate with people and that was something that people were on the committee were talking about for quite a while. Talk a little bit about that and share, people, share with folks back home kind of the frustration that, that you feel at times as a township supervisor
4: so that's exactly right we had a permit that took 10 months to get for a simple project that only took us two days to complete when if we were given the permit that project could have been completed a week from you know start to finish not to mention that the engineering fees and permit fees were more than the actual project construction cost itself it doesn't seem to make sense to anyone who has common sense why we need to waste taxpayer money on paying engineering fees for something so simple and agreed. The committee did seem to take an interest in that and hopefully it does resonate and we can bring about some sort of change to make things easier in the future.
0: Well, the, the common sense piece of that is says if it's a simple project and now all of a sudden you could save that money, that's another culvert that you could fix. Another problem, another preventative maintenance job that you could do. To help you know protect the community that you're that you're able
4: to serve right you're absolutely right anytime we can save money it's going to definitely be used to make the township better in the future on another project so we're always looking at ways to do that and it's frustrating when we have to you know for lack of a better term throw that money to an engineer instead of being able to use it for something else
0: that's right commissioner coolidge you've been advocating for this for 26 years you held up a letter that you had sent 26 years ago and then you also held up a letter. That, uh, that you had received in this last year a county bridge in the northern part of the Tioga the, of County was destroyed in that last flood because of lack of maintenance and really being able to make sure that that stream channel is hitting that structure the way it was designed to do. Talk a little bit about your frustrations and, and what you felt what you felt when you uh, held up both of those letters today.
5: Well today was uh, validating that this is a universal issue in our Commonwealth. And the fact that you have taken the initiative to bring us to a point of further discussion in addition to the hearing you held in tioga county which allowed all of us to share some of the challenges we're experiencing firsthand that's important and i think without having that voice communicated at this level we're not going anywhere but it's interesting because you have farm bureau you have the commissioners association you have the township supervisors association and and the fact that CCAP has it on as a priority as well. This is an issue that has a greater need to be heard because it's affecting so many different levels of interest and timing is everything. Quite frankly, right after the most recent one, we were hearing about it more pronounced lately and to take this discussion and to to the chair, uh, Chairman Metcalf and others uh, to have this uh, exchange today is very encouraging and i hope that we get a result of beyond just a discussion and an outcome that shows the public we're hearing their issues and the fact that the administration views this as a need i think this is the time timing is everything and it's appropriate
0: that was the my follow-up question for you was you know you shared today that you, you have had a conversation with the governor about this very issue and and just the idea of actually being able to get some bipartisan support on something like that. We don't know where the administration is gonna be at on this package of legislation yet, but boy, it sure would be nice to be able to actually bring about a result, a change um, that that actually affects people's lives. Talk about what that would mean and and maybe touch on that conversation you had with the administration.
5: Yeah, you you know, I don't say it lightly and I'm appreciative of the outreach that the governor extended uh, to call, Uh, shared the letter And when he called, it was a genuine exchange that I hear and see the same issues and hear the same voices as do all of you. And I recognize it's time that we see if there is some measure, some step, or multiple steps that can be taken to help give guidance to this change and and looking at it differently. And that's really where, where outcomes are gonna evolve from. It isn't a partisan issue, you're right. It's a an issue that affects the public. And their lives are altered. And if we can do something, and it's commerce, it's it's a host of things. And and think about this. This is really critical in my opinion. Being proactive versus reactive means saving millions. That's not thousands, it's millions. Bridges that we were talking about today in conversation, one bridge is two and a half, three million dollars. It took two hundred and to get the downed bridge out of the creek. And then do a study about another bridge is $40,000. When I say we could save millions, it is an absolute fact. And I can back it up by the results of this last flooding issue. So I think it's time, I think it's time.
0: And those dollars are the taxpayers' dollars. We we shot a video in the creek um, up home this weekend really highlighting House Bill 2404, the bill that I'm working on, which is very common sense. It basically states, hey, you know, th- there was there was probably an engineered set of drawings and plans when that bridge was built. And we're saying that there was a stream channel that was established of how the water would hit that piece of infrastructure. What we're saying is that needs to be maintained. As th- We can't let that turn and hit that infrastructure at an angle that it wasn't designed to do. Sure. Common sense. But you know to and how do you argue against the engineered plans mm-hmm. i think that's that's the piece that we're trying to talk about with this bill specifically and hopefully you know all of these are good but that's the one that i'm advocating for and we have a lot of colleagues working with us on that and that was the issue what we saw with grub road grub bridge grub road bridge <laughs> up in tioga county
5: well you're absolutely correct clint and then given the fact it isn't about undermining dep's oversight it's about engaging their oversight to a point we're allowed to do that maintenance in an appropriate manner. We gotta give it its adequate depth, its realignment, put it back in place, and then put in um, their ways or, or programs through the conservation district that can be constructed that would help mitigate additional buildup in that area. But give that standing permit, they, they could go in, do it in a timely manner, but do it under the regs and guidelines that were set. So you know it's going to happen, you just make and allow for them to do the work, that being the municipal government. It's not for the commissioners to usurp the role of municipal government, it's to offer support in exchange for their ability to do their job.
0: And we're all here to try to protect those taxpayer dollars. That's what we're trying to do down here in Harrisburg. And it was a great meeting, seemed like the phrase that I kept hearing was common sense. Uh, So I'll ask each of you just a closing thought uh from today and i really appreciate you coming down here to advocate on behalf of the people in your community and, and really advocating for a region and, and a state and uh, i really appreciate you coming down and and uh for you guys farming beyond the gate and uh and making sure that we're our, our voices heard down here so closing thoughts we'll go right down the line um, and then at the end of this video folks we're gonna make sure that we have the link to the hearing if you've got some time please watch the hearing. I think it was very informational. It helped understand what we're trying to do with all of the pieces of legislation. So I would encourage you to click on that link, and if you have any questions uh, specifically on those pieces of legislation, you can reach out to our office. But, Johnny, closing thought.
1: I'm feeling confident about the hearing today, and I think that'll get moved forward there, and hopefully they'll get passed. I got to thank you for all your efforts you've done over the last several years and the last several months on this issue that we wouldn't be where we're at if it wasn't from your leadership and we appreciate that so thank you you're
2: raising awareness you're bringing people together and good things will happen
3: yeah we again we thank you clint for the work you're doing on this and and you know it helps not only your constituents but constituents in neighboring counties because there's obviously a tremendous need to be able to give again I go back to giving the people the tools to work with it's not a matter of doing just anything it's a matter of working through the conservation district through DEP and being able to approach this in a common sense fashion but give the people the tools to protect their land, protect their property, protect their businesses and restore stream channel integrity thereby improving water quality throughout the Commonwealth.
0: And we had I think 12 members from all across the commonwealth come to our hearing mm-hmm. up in uh Toyota county in the 68th legislative district and so w- this isn't just a northern tier issue no you know, just what you said
4: devin again i want to thank you for the opportunity to come down here and um, present our case from a township perspective i think that common sense word was thrown out so many times today but it doesn't seem like government always utilizes common sense so i hope we can make some change on that front and also being efficient. Um, Like everyone has said, townships especially, we're willing to do the work. We just need to be able to have the the process to do the work um, with oversight. And again, thank you very much. Commissioner Coolidge.
5: Very simply, it's not about us, it's about those we represent. It's a pleasure to have been a part of this. Thank you.
0: Well, that's it for today's Conversations with Clint. Again, please check out the link and watch the whole hearing and uh, stay tuned for hopefully movement on this package of legislation in